0: All right, I hope you enjoyed that tune. That's a great song. Check it out. Look up more of those videos. Always some good cowboy songs right there. And with that, we've got the man that
1: made that happen,
0: Chancey Williams. What is going on? What are you up to?
1: No, Oh, how you guys doing? Oh, just up here in Wyoming, uh, enjoying summer about to start. So the weather's nice. Wyoming, is nice. It- Wyoming is it cold
0: when does the cold start
1: well the cold usually starts like in the fall it could be September October and then it usually gets warm again right around now like middle of May first of June depends you know, on the I year but look, like right, yeah I
0: always look up I look up there I'm like man it looks it looks nice it looks like great country and then I see videos of three foot snow feeding cows At a helicopter, I'm like, you know what? I don't think I want to go that far.
1: Yeah, it ain't as bad as a helicopter, but you know, this once you're used to living in the snow, we've grown up with it. It's nice. It keeps all the tourists out, so it toughens you up a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah, that will. You know, with your let's let's throw the the viewers out there with your background. A lot of folks know, a lot of folks don't know, so. You know, you, you rodeo and music, so how'd that come about? You know, what's your rodeo, what's your bo- rodeo background like as far as the Southern Rider?
1: Yeah, well, you know, uh, I grew up on a ranch up here in the northeast corner of Wyoming in a small town called Moorcroft, and uh, my folks have ranched there since 1985, and we run sheep and cows, and all growing up, me and my brothers rodeoed, you know, we started real young youth rodeos, you know, we're five and six years old going to those youth rodeos, and then that went on into obviously high school. Our team roped and uh, roped calves and rode saddle broncs all through high school, and went to high school finals. Oh, my senior year in Springfield, Illinois, and then ended up getting a rodeo scholarship to Casper College. And, and so in college, I roped calves, team roped, and rode saddle broncs. But my main event was riding saddle broncs because I enjoyed that the most. So ended up going to college for rodeoing for four years at college rodeoing and. All made the college finals twice, and yeah, it was it was a a fun time. You know, rodeo's such a fun lifestyle, and it's a the rodeo family is just a the rodeo world is just a giant family, so everybody knows everybody. So, met a lot of my longtime friends that I've had through rodeo.
0: Yeah, and you got some good rodeo tunes. I mean, uh, you know, I was listening to, to a lot of your stuff and scrolled through some YouTube videos and things. I mean, you got you got some good stuff. You know, good good. Country cowboy music, you know, up and down the road, you know, because a, a lot of folks who don't know that, that rodeo, you know, you're spending a long time on the road, so you're always looking for something to listen to because you, it, people that don't understand what it's like to travel, you hear the same 20 songs over and, <laughs> and over for an yeah, hour. Yeah, that's you're the thing. For something. You're like, well, what can kind I of listen to? I need some good music while well, I'm on the road and going. I mean, and you got some, you got that, you know, you got some of that stuff. And speaking of your rodeo, and your music. You are one of two that went out there, rode Bronx and Cheyenne, lo- like Chris Ledoux did back in the day, rode Bronx and Cheyenne and concert, and performed a concert in <laughs> Cheyenne too. So what was that like?
1: Yep. It was me, you know, growing up in Wyoming, it's every young cowboy's dream to ride at Cheyenne, you know. I mean, Cheyenne's the, the daddy of them all. And me and my brothers always wanted to, to ride the bucking horses there because my dad won Cheyenne in 1971 and then uh, so he's had that Cheyenne buckle our whole lives and our dream was always to to ride there and try to win it and you know uh, so we were you know able to ride there and it was was a lot of fun and you know during that time I had a band started so you know I never would have dreamed when I was riding there that several years later I'd be playing there just because I didn't know where music was going to take me because back then you know all the the main focus for both the me and my brother and my little brother was was just rodeo and I I was just kind of doing music for a side thing for fun but then a few years later yeah we got to play the main stage with with Merle Haggard and it was one of the coolest things ever and it was a uh, it was definitely a night I'll, I'll remember for the rest of my life and my dad I, I never ended up winning Cheyenne I ended up second there so uh that night I asked dad I was like can I wear your Cheyenne buckle when I play Cheyenne on the main stage it's pretty neat
0: yeah, and that, that's one of those memories that that uh, you know, they'll go with you forever. You know, you never forget. You know that that moment yep. to be out there on on the big stage and do that. You know, we're we're down here in Texas, and we listen to a lot of a lot of good country music here in Texas. And I don't know, being in Wyoming, if you know about the law here in Texas, but there's a law here in Texas if you play country music, you play good country, you have gotta have a fiddle in the band.
1: Only that's in Texas, right. you
0: gotta have a fiddle in the band. And and you do. So can you tell us a little bit about, about your band, those that, uh, that play with you?
1: Yeah, you know, we, uh, as you guys know, you know, like the, the population of Wyoming ain't very big. It's We've got about 600,000 people live here. So like trying to find great musicians that are willing to travel all the time has been difficult over the years. But we, I've been very fortunate, you know, with the group I got between me and my band and my crew guys, there's 10 of us and we're a giant family. But yeah, we we, we, uh, we hired a fiddle player should have been about 10 years ago uh found a girl here in, in in casper wyoming that played and she came and auditioned has been with us every day since it's Brooke Lack, and she uh she she plays the heck out of the fiddle and sings background vocals and, and looks real good so she definitely is a is a great piece to to our band
0: now, don't forget your other guy now everybody gets mad about the bass player so you want to throw out who Who you got playing bass and who
1: you got playing drums <laughs> who you got back don't don't forget, don't forget the background i want all those guys out there too oh yeah well yeah shoot yeah so like me and my drummer travis we started this band in high school you know just kind of for fun and then played through college so we've been together the whole time and then oh several years later we met wyatt springsteen our lead guitar player he's from saratoga wyoming and uh he fit right in. His his younger brother played with us at one point in time. And then uh, let's see, our bass player his name's Jay Lee Downey, and he he lives in Loveland, Colorado. He's the first uh first member I ever hired that wasn't from Wyoming. And then uh, let's see, back there on the we, we have an auxiliary player we just hired um back in uh not August or September, and he's actually the first guy from Texas we've ever hired. His name's Brett Hendricks. He's from Waco. I, th- I think he I covered all the band. Yeah, yeah. Was he, he wasn't from the.
0: He wasn't a Branch to was he?
1: No, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> he, he uh, he, he played on the road out there for all oh, several Texas guys. He was oh, with Casey Donahue for a while, and then ended up he, he liked being in Wyoming. So we said, "Come on up, we'd love to have you."
0: Now, as far as your your music and and what you play. What was your your musical influence? What what music did you listen to growing up that, that kind of pushed you in the direction that you're in?
1: Well, you know, I always tell people that, you know, growing up in Wyoming, playing guitar and rodeo, and everybody looked up to Chris Ledoux forever. I mean, he, he's the king of Wyoming, and so obviously Chris Ledoux, but, you know, grew up listening to a whole bunch of George Strait because, I mean, there's not a lot of guys in uh, in country music that, that are actual Cowboys. I mean, there's a lot of people that sing about the Cowboy stories and the Cowboy lifestyle, but there's, there's only been a handful over the years that have actually, you know, set foot in the arena and done it at, you know, at a professional level. So obviously George straight, hell of a hand team roper, Chris would obviously world champion. So I've looked up to George and Chris my whole life, but you know, there's some other ones, Dan Seals, just some of them guys that used to sing great country music.
0: Now you had a you had a big release during during the NFR you know back at the NFR. What was that like?
1: Yeah, we uh, well we've been really fortunate you know we've got to do the opening ceremony at the NFR the last four years in a row and so you know growing up rodeoing it's every cowboy's dream is to to, to nod your head um, out of them yellow bucking shoots in the Thomas and Mack Center and you know you know my rodeo career was kind of getting toward the end and. I was starting to play music more, so I had to make a choice whether to play music or rodeo. So, chose music, but I knew right then I'd probably never be able to ride at the NFR because I quit playing or quit 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 rodeo. And so, um, getting to getting to do the opening ceremony is is huge for a guy like me that you know knows everybody back there that's getting on. You know, we're friends with most of the contestants, and it's just. The, the energy in the Thomas and Mack center on those nights that it sold out 18,000 people. It's, it means more to me than probably a lot of other artists. Cause a lot of other, you know, people in country music might not understand rodeo quite like I do. So it's, it's a big deal for us. We love the, the national finals rodeo.
0: Now you got an album coming out. You got an album coming out. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Yep. Got an album coming out, uh, Friday, May 22nd. And, uh, it's my fifth album, and uh, yeah, we're really excited about it. We've been working on it for a couple of years, you know. Uh, Trent Willman did my last album, and this is the second one I got to do with Trent, so we've got to spent, uh, spend a lot more time together. And, you know, he's obviously a Texas boy that's was very successful in writing as an artist and producing a lot of guys. But We're we're really excited about this. Trent and I wrote quite a few songs on there. I wrote some with my friend Jody Stevens, but there's a combination of, a, you know, like we always do put a lot of rodeo songs on there and stuff that our rodeo buddies would enjoy listening to going up and down the road. And then there's also, we, we put some different stuff on this. We put some a couple of love songs on there that we don't really, haven't really done a lot of love songs in the past. We mostly stick to, you know, wild party, uh, rodeo type music, but we thought we'd do some songs for the, for the girls on this one. So yeah, there's a, there's a touch of, touch of everything on this. And, and we, uh, Brooke and I, my, uh, my fiddle player, we, we did a cover song on this one. We redid the old Dan Seals, Marie Osmond song called meet me Montana, which we're real excited about.
0: Oh, that's a, that's a great, that's a
1: great song right there. Yeah. And I, I, I listened to it all growing up, you know, and I think it was released in 1982 and nobody had ever really redone it. And I was telling Trent when we were down there, when I was writing with him, I was like, you know, we should, we should do that. We should redo that song. And it was, uh, it turned out really well. I'm, I'm really happy the way it turned out.
0: Now, are you are you a big uh, are you a big griller? Are you, are you a big fan of cooking out and uh, hanging out at the grill and, and grilling some steaks?
1: Yeah, we sure are. I, I think I think Texas Texans and Wyomingites are about the same under that aspect. They they love good good food and good grilling.
0: Uh, yeah. So let me throw this at you before we get out of here. Are Are you okay. looking? The same as we are, as making a law to be punishable by jail time. That if if we grill you a steak and you put ketchup on there, that's automatic thirty days in jail.
1: Yeah, for sure. We've already kicked all those people out of the state of Wyoming <laughs> to do that. So like they're not allowed to be in here no more. Yeah. So a ketchup yeah. and a steak shouldn't even be within within six feet of each other. It should be social distancing for ketchup and steak for sure forever. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and if if he ever if he ever come back, you're getting a hot dog.
1: That's right. We just don't <laughs> invite him back, you know. You don't put you'll catch up on a <laughs> safe. Jeez.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We, we got we gotta get that passed. We'll get that past some point. But you know you know I, we appreciate you taking time to visit with us and, and tell us a little bit about what you do and, and about your music and things, man, and uh we appreciate that and uh we will see you down the music road.
1: Yeah, well thanks so much for having me on and we can't wait to get back to Texas. Our last show we played was in Houston with Pat Green. We can't wait to get back down there and see all the our friends that are Texans and see everybody. Yeah,
0: come back to the warm country.
1: Yeah, we will. I'll be back in about <laughs> October, and we'll stay the whole winter. <laughs>
0: that's, that's a good time. All right, Johnson, man, we appreciate it, and uh, we, will, we will catch you on the next one.
1: All right, well, thanks. Thank you.